Can you imagine taking a case and you're going to win millions of dollars? In fact, let's say you get a jury award for a million dollars and then you find out this person was in a bankruptcy case the entire time and they failed to disclose it as an asset. Is it possible that you might lose the case, that there might not be any reward under the principle of judicial estoppel? Yeah, it's possible. And there's such a simple way to avoid that kind of catastrophe. All you have to do is go to the PACER website, type in your client's social security number, and find out, is this person in bankruptcy? Because if they are, you better make sure that any claim that you're representing this client on is listed in the bankruptcy case as an asset. Welcome to the Bankruptcy Podcast, a podcast about untangling the complex world of bankruptcy in Georgia. Each week, we deliver the best insights and practical advice on how to navigate the legal waters of bankruptcy with expert guidance and real-life stories. Now, here's your host, Jeff Kelly. Hello, this is Jeff Kelly, and in this video, I want to explain why I think every single personal injury attorney in the state of Georgia really needs to tune in and watch this video. Can you imagine taking a case and you're going to win millions of dollars? In fact, let's say you get a jury award for a million dollars, and then you find out this person was in a bankruptcy case the entire time and they failed to disclose it as an asset. Is it possible that you might lose the case, that there might not be any reward under the principle of judicial estoppel? Yeah, it's possible. And there's such a simple way to avoid that kind of catastrophe. All you have to do is go to the PACER website type in your client's social security number and find out, is this person in bankruptcy? Because if they are, you better make sure that any claim that you're representing this client on is listed in the bankruptcy case as an asset. If it's not listed as an asset, could be a big problem. Now, for whatever reason, you know, the issue doesn't seem to be popping up as much as it has in years past by defense counsels, but because you can amend the case to add it as an asset after the case is filed, it's not you know difficult to do. But what I have seen more recently is these personal injury attorneys are just like, eh, who cares about bankruptcy? Who cares about the court? And they settle the case without getting approval from the bankruptcy court, without getting their representation of the debtor approved by the bankruptcy court. Big mistake, very big mistake, because what could ultimately happen in that situation, you could get ordered to disgorge all of your attorney's fees that you made on this case because you never had approval from the bankruptcy court. Don't step in that mess is so easily avoidable. Now, I get it. I talked to a friend of mine the other day who's a personal injury attorney, and he's like, Jeff, look, I trust my clients. You know, I've got a good relationship with them. They're always going to tell me the truth. Oh, come on. And even if 99% of them will, hey, 
when people get under stress, like they've lost their job, their car's about to get repossessed, their house is about to get foreclosed. Stress really is not good for your brain. It Your brain doesn't function as well when you're under a tremendous amount of stress. So it is highly conceivable that a very good person, a very good trustworthy person could have a personal injury lawsuit that's dragging on through the years and then they get into a little financial trouble. All of a sudden, the stress just hits the fan and they forget to tell their personal injury attorney. They might forget to tell their bankruptcy attorney about the underlying claim. We try to ask it like three or four different times, three or four different ways. We do it at the initial consultation. We do it at the consultation that we're going to you know, sign the actual petition. I mean, we really try to beat it into our clients. But the tricky part is when you file a Chapter 13, and Chapter 13s can last as long as five years. And so let's say, you know, year number three rolls along and poof, all of a sudden, you know, this person is involved in a catastrophic car wreck. You know, again, somebody's going through stress, which I can't imagine a catastrophic car wreck could be, you know, terribly stressful. They forget to tell their bankruptcy attorney, hey, guess what? We need to update my petition. I have a claim. They forget to tell their personal injury attorney. Like what you hear so far. Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. Thank you for your support. If you're intrigued by the world of bankruptcy and want a comprehensive guide to help you get out of debt, head on over to kellycanhelp.com slash welcome and subscribe to our email list to have a guide to bankruptcy in Georgia. Helping people get out of debt delivered right to your inbox. Now back to the show. All you have to do is get on Pacer. Type in the social security number and boom, you'll know within a few seconds whether or not this person is in an active bankruptcy case. It's just not that hard. And honestly, if you've got you know a good case and it's dragging on through the years, I think it's probably wise to get on Pacer at least once a year, spend the 10 seconds that it might take you. Type in their social security number and just make sure this person is not in an active bankruptcy case. Now, if you do find out that the person is in an active bankruptcy case, you got to get approved by the bankruptcy court. And, you know, we file these applications all the time. Some PI attorneys prefer to file it themselves. Good by me, no problem. But you want to get an order in your hands and you don't want to just, you know, think that, well, hey, I sent an email to somebody, it's taken care of. No, 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 no. If you've got a case where you might recover a significant amount of money, you want to make sure you have the order in your hand that has your name in there that you're approved to represent this debtor. And then when the settlement comes along, it's not hard to get approval from the bankruptcy court to proceed with settling a bankruptcy case. We do have to file a motion. We do have to disclose the details. But don't make the stupid mistake of just pretending like there is no bankruptcy court when you know there is. Bad idea. You do not want to be on the receiving end of an order 
from a bankruptcy judge to disgorge all of your attorney's fees because you didn't get approval from the court. So easy to avoid this. If you've got any questions, don't hesitate to give me a call. If you're a personal injury attorney and you got a question about a hot mess or whatever, you know, I'll, I'll be happy to take a few minutes to talk to you. Just let my staff know that you are an attorney and I'll do my best to give you advice if you're an attorney in the state of Georgia. Thank you so much. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. Thanks for joining us this week on the Bankruptcy Podcast. Make sure to visit our website, kellybankruptcy.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or via RSS so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you liked this show, you might want to check out our guide to bankruptcy in Georgia, helping people get out of debt. Available at kellycanhelp.com slash welcome. Be sure to tune in next week for our next episode.